I'm your announcer, PapaNew.com in Omaha, Nebraska. And in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us today's topic on prosperity, health, and love. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Ms. Kat and Conjurman Ali. Ms. Kat? Ah, we made it. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was a lot of behind-the-scenes scrambling that nobody knew about, but we're here. Um, I'm hearing a little bit of echo on this uh, line, so I'm going to ask our technician to see what he can do to stop that echo, because I know it's not coming from me. It must be coming from across the hall, or... Someone else is um is got a an echoey thing going on. Mm, Conjurman Ali has muted. Uh he can hear it. Um now we're gonna have to ask our guest, Mama E, can you mute yourself for a moment? Um we it's Papa Newt is muted. It's still there. Um, this is going to be a difficult show if we echo the whole time, and it's not um, wasn't here earlier on when we were doing our pre-show. Um, I'll try calling back. Yeah, Miss Athena can hear it. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, everybody's been muted, but did, ah, is it gone? Okay. Nope, it's still there. <laughs> okay, I can call back to. Uh, Mama E, are you muted? Can uh, you I mute yourself? So. Yeah, yes, but if you, so. you mute yourself so we can't hear you talk, we want to see we're isolating the source of the echo. Okay, um, it's still here. So somebody is on the line who's got an open line somehow. Um, I'm going to leave this to. Um, nope, it says a uh, uh, Nagashiva said calling back in and seeing if it helps. I have a feeling that it's Mama E. I will call uh-huh. back. Okay, great. Let's see if it goes away when Mama E hangs up. Okay? Saying goodbye to Mama E? No. It's still there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let Nagashiva scramble behind the scenes trying to figure out what's causing this echo. It might be me. Oh, dear. If it's me, we got a problem. Um. 
I am just talking with my normal phone. So I may have to say goodbye for a moment, too. Uh, Shiva says he can call back in for me. All right, Ali shrugs. Let's get on with the show, he says. Yeah, maybe it's your phone. <laughs> who right. knows? Uh, who knows? Well, I'm here, and wait a minute. Am I still here? Can you hear me? Uh, we can. It, Shiva fixed it, he says. It's gone. Okay, <laughs> I fixed it. All right, what did you do, Nagashiva, to fix it? He's going to... Uh, <laughs> It's his secret, and he's going to carry it to the grave. Hung up this phone extension here. Ah, okay, good. Thank you. All righty. Well, sorry about that. Technical difficulties of live blog talk radio. So today we have sort of a semi-sunny day. It's very pretty. We have customers in the shop saying hello to Lily a Scorpio, who came all the way from um, Santa Cruz area. She's a tarot reader, a good friend of our good friend, Susan Diamond. It was nice to spend some time with her in the shop, nice to spend some time filling orders for customers. I've been hard at work all week. It was nice just to get up off the, the computer chair. I've been working on two books at the same time, The Red Folder, which is everybody's... Uh, long-awaited companion to the Black Folder. And these are all the flyers that have been put out at all of the Hoodoo Festivals and that have been put out through the shop um, between uh, about, I guess, um, 2013, 2014, and now. It's a big book. Um, And I've been working on The Secret of Numbers Revealed by Godfrey Spencer, Frank Householder, um, and a cast of thousands, including myself. And uh, The Secret of Numbers Revealed is a a book on practical numerology, um, not so much only for character analysis, the way that um, many people think numerology is, but the old school numerology where you're going to get your lucky day to bet, you're going to figure out if you should marry that lady or not based on her name and what her name will be if she marries you and takes your name or if you marry her and take her name or whatever. And it's um, a lot of practical Stuff on numerology, omens and signs from dreams. How do those lucky betting books that we always see, well, Aunt Sally's and all of those, uh, the Stella's Red Devil and all those books, you know, true fortune teller. You've got a dream, you look it up, it gives you a number. Do you know how they derive those numbers? Well, there's not just one system, but there are many systems. But in this book, there's a system you can do yourself. So you don't have to go through seven different dream books to find uh what dreaming of an alligator dancing on a beach ball means, um, you can actually just do it yourself and find your lucky numbers based on how that dream is interpreted, uh, what words come up, and then numberizing, or as Frank Householder said, cobbleizing those words. So it's going to be a good book. I've been working on it hard, and that's all I've been doing all week. And with that, I'll turn it over to Conjurman Ali. But before I do... Sorry, one more thing. I just want to say we got a lot of people here in the chat room, and I want to give a little bit of shout-out to Alchemical Artisans Hour, Angela L. Uh, and then we got guest number 320, 328. Oh, there's a whole list of numbered guests. Miss Athena. Hi, Miss Athena. So nice to have you here. Miss Michael, Vicki Trancho. So that's nice to see some good friends here. And um, now, tell me what's up in your world, Conjurman Ali. 
oh, you know, doing the usual stuff, uh, being a conjure worker in, in this day and age. Um, doing some love work, uh, this starting off 2019 with lots of love work. I was up all night. My voice sounds a little bit scraggly today as I have yet to go to sleep. Uh, but that's because I was busy doing uh, work for clients and some really uh, preparation work particularly. I usually spend my Saturdays or Saturday nights, I should say, if I have a, a, an intense form of client work that i got to do. Saturdays are the day that I dedicate to making sure I have all the materials. I've got my altars set out so that when I start my work, um, it's easy for me to just do everything. I don't have like, oh, well, where do I put that oil or where do I have, where are these herbs? It's all set out and prepared. Um, and I've been burning a little bit of incense for the past week just in preparation. So the house smells wonderful and lovely and I'm all ready to go doing the, some love work for some clients. It's been really interesting how clients come into these waves, you know, asking for almost roughly the same thing. Um, in periods of time, and you could probably track these astrologically, but right now, a lot of clients are asking for, can you bring in new love into my life? Can I start 2019 finding the one? So I think it's quite fitting for us to have the topic that we do today. It's an interesting topic that uh, Mama E has presented us. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny, I just have to add something else. Taking calls from people who want to know um, how best to get someone to take a DNA test. Oh, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, I guess I'm your go-to gal when you have problems <laughs> with getting someone to take that DNA test. You call Cat Ironwood. But that's what I've been dealing with. And I have been literally signed off of readings except for just a very few clients because of working on these books. But if I pick up the phone, it's somebody with a DNA test question. And I'm going to tell you all right now so you don't have to call me so I can keep working on books. Just get the DNA test. Uh, go see the little baby. Um, you don't need the, the the baby's mama's permission. Just, you know, get the baby, get the baby spit into a cup, get the frickin' DNA test. Okay, that was my words of wisdom to the world for this week because I couldn't believe so many people asked me that this week. Okay, there you go. Oh, and what candle? Why King Solomon Wisdom, of course. And everybody knows why. He was the one who found out who was the baby's true mama. Okay, light your King Solomon wisdom candle, get the DNA, it'll be okay. Right? <laughs> All right, well, we have with us as our guest, Mama E. And so, hello, Mama E. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? I, I guess uh, the weather has helped uh, yes. with us down here in Southern California. How is the weather up there in Northern California? Oh, it's getting better. It's definitely getting better weather up here. We've been we've got we got a lot of rain which we needed, but now we got some nice pretty weather. So we're having a nice winter. Well, um I'm always glad to have you on this show because you bring good topics to us and you have a lot of good information. So your topic is um bringing in what you want for the new year uh and right. we're going to talk about this particularly in terms of money and in terms of love. The things that people want for the new year um, are the things that they want all the time, but it's something about that turn of the calendar and just, you know, and the new, that new number, 2019, mm -hmm. makes you think, this is the year I can do it. This is the year I can lose that 15 pounds. 
this is the year I can save that uh, that money for retirement. This is the year I can um, stop the dating game and get married. You know, you, you always have hope. And um, yes. so take it away, Mama E, and tell us about how we can use hoodoo, magic, folklore to have a positive new year with prosperity, health, and love. Mm-hmm. Well, the last time I was on the show, I was talking mostly about the stresses uh, that we were going through uh, last year and all mm-hmm. the changes and the things that were happening and what we could do. And it was uh, an exercise in assessing what was stressing us and uh, identify the things that we could solve versus the things we could not solve and uh, learn to live with what we could do. Now, this year, like Kat says, it's a new beginning. Every year is a new beginning, although every day is a new beginning. Uh, so this, uh, this talk is going to be about trying to create a positive year by working on our prosperity, our health, and love. I get a lot of clients that are worried about their, uh, their finances and uh, because of the situation that we're living, uh, many of them have more bills that they can handle. So the first thing is to figure out what changes do we need to make to change our lives. So as far as finances, review your expenses. Can expenses be reduced? Sometimes we have a lot of uh, little money leaks that are not necessary. And we do some things just because we're used to doing them. For example, going to get a Starbucks, that is a lot of money. When Mm -hmm. you uh, can make a cup of coffee at home and get some whipped cream and and add it to it. Uh, (laughs) I know it's trendy, really. I mean, I know it's trendy, I know it's fun, but it's like five bucks every time you go get a Starbucks. So this should be a luxury, not something done every day. Um, can I review just jump your bill. In? Can I, I, just, I yes. just have to jump in on this one. I just have to. <laughs> um, if, there, if what you're identifying, because I've actually thought about this, about the coffee. I really have, Mama. You, hit, you, just, uh-huh. like, you just slayed <laughs> me with that one because you just got me. Okay? So what is it I want? I want the restaurant experience. So here's uh-huh. what you do. You go to eBay and you buy yourself a restaurant mug, a vintage restaurant mm-hmm. mug or a vintage cup mm-hmm. of saucer and, yes, mm-hmm. the whipped cream, right? And then you have it yes. at home in a restaurant cup and saucer. You just had the restaurant experience. Believe me, you can fool right. your own brain. <laughs> right, right. And you can flavor your coffee. Like okay. I like to add cinnamon to my coffee before I perk mm-hmm. it on the ground and you can mm-hmm. add other things and make it flavorful and make mm-hmm. it yourself and save five dollars a day if you take that mm-hmm. money and put it in in a jar you end up with a lot of money at the end of the month mm-hmm. so and you know also there are other things like review your bills is what i'm saying see what can be cut uh, many people have uh, cable and dish and everything i have dish and uh, if you look at what they're charging, you call them up and negotiate and lower your cost. Because everyone, at least most of the people I know, like TV. 
Many people don't. Many people just work with the computers and don't even have a bill, which is fine. I like TV. So, um, you know, I like TV, but I want to get a good price. And the same thing with everything else. Reassess your bill. Now, mm-hmm. as far as health, as far as health, everybody wants to lose weight. I don't know what's going on, but we all want to lose weight. Even if we're not heavy, we want to lose weight. Well, they make better choices to improve your health. We all know that exercise is the best thing for our health, but it's very difficult to exercise. And some of us have a hard time just doing some of the exercises. So be kind to yourself and just take a walk. Uh, You know, walk around your neighborhood, and that way you enjoy nature, you enjoy the birds, and you can even listen to one of Lucky Mojo podcasts while you're walking, (laughs) and really, and learn, you know, something while you're also helping yourself. Now, and you don't love. need to have that expensive mm-hmm. you don't need that expensive gym membership. No. No. Mm-hmm. I, I had a gym membership and the most exercise I did was to carry the, the cart in my pocket. That was it. <laughs> I never I never went. Never went for three years, honest to goodness. And then I said, What am I doing? So just to say I had a membership. Uh, and love. Are you in a relationship or do you want a relationship? So these are things that we need to consider uh, if we're in a relationship. What can we do to improve it? If we're not in a relationship, what can we do to get one? So research your options to increase your wealth, to improve your health, and to attract a love interest. I always get advice from experts. You can get advice for in person, like from a finance person or a physician or someone that deals with, you know, love a lot. There's a lot of people out there that are experts in love. You can read books on visit websites before making a decision. Educate yourself. Then when you make the changes, make them simple and fun. Because otherwise, it gets boring, and it's easier to quit because it ends up being a drag. So try to cut any extra expenses on finances and start saving. But put your money somewhere where you can see it. Like, don't put it in a piggy bank that you can't see through it. Put it in a jar that you can see the money building up. Even if it's change, add it. You'll be surprised how much money you can save if you take all the change from your pocket or purse and put them in there every day. It'll be, mm-hmm. It will be crazy. Now, as far mm-hmm. as health, like I said, start some kind of exercise program that is fun. Some people like yoga. Yoga is wonderful, and you can watch it on TV and do it in your house, and nobody has to mm-hmm. see you make a fool of yourself falling on your stomach. Uh, Mm -hmm. because it's not easy. It's a little difficult when you first start, but it gets easier with time. And on love, focus on your mate. If you have a mate, focus on what you can do to build your relationship stronger. Have more fun. Uh, Do things together. Or if you need a mate, then we need to go find one. Now, I feel that goals are easier to achieve with 
someone to support us. And that means like a friend or uh, a relative or someone that can that, that knows what you're doing and you can talk to about what is happening. It's interesting mm-hmm. because when you're doing things by yourself, it's depressing. I mean, you might be achieving something, but in your heart you feel like you're not getting anywhere because no one is listening to you and no one gives you recognition for what you're doing. So if someone is with you helping you through this, it makes it much better. So financial goals, Mm. definitely. Mm -hmm. Financial goals definitely can be achieved, but you need the cooperation of your partner and your family members. If you want to start saving on something and your family is wasting the money on something else, then you're never going to achieve your financial goals. So this is why you need to have the cooperation of the people around you to achieve what you need. Mm-hmm. Now, healthy goals. It's so much more fun when you have people that do it with you. If you have a group of people that can go walking with you or you sign up for Weight Watchers, that will really help. You create a community of people with your same goals and your same desires and and your same energy. And this will make it fun because you're going to meet your friends at, you know, the park or the meeting or wherever you're going. Now, love, it's much easier to attract in a social environment that will expose you to new people with similar likes. So if you want to meet somebody, you have to get out of your door and go somewhere where there's more people. There, are, If you're an older person like me, there are senior centers that you can go. Or you can join a group of people that like to walk. And that way you will not only be walking but meeting new people. Uh, there are other places where you can meet someone dancing. Dancing is a great place where people can meet others. Now, mm-hmm. magic, magic. To attract money, and I'm going to give a spell at the end that includes these three, this three uh, goals. And it's all in a big spell, and it's really strong. And every year I do a massive spell for Dr. E that includes a lot of those uh, points. And it's been working, thank God, every year. So to attract money, there's something very simple that you can do. You can carry a silver dime. You can carry a $2 bill. You can carry lucky hand root. And you can put all these things in a little bag and you can carry them in your pocket. And they are amulets to attract positive finances to you. Now, for health, why don't you try taking healing baths? Take some baths to help Mm -hmm. you calm down and heal. Of course, this has to go along with a health plan. Talk to your physician, get your blood test, make sure everything's working out. And, you know, and do the best you can. Eat the proper food, but healing baths are wonderful to help you get ahead, you know, in your health. 
Mm-hmm. Now, to attract love, get a mojo. Get a come to me or a love me mojo. Those are awesome. They work great. My, my clients are always giving me positive reviews on love sales and love modules. And I'm sure the same thing happens at Lucky Mojo because mm-hmm. they oh, do yeah. work. They do mm-hmm. work. So uh, this is the simple, easy things that I feel anyone can do. And it's not complicated, but it's all about getting your mindset in order. And mm-hmm. nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Don't start the year uh, feeling defeated. <clears throat> Always start with hope and the the future will progress and things will get better the more open-minded that you are to change. That's true, too. So, yeah. So I feel that, you know, we can do it, <laughs> like they say. Yeah, we can do it. Well, I'm going to jump in here with some interesting ideas because you you mm-hmm. mentioned, um, for instance, um, getting out of your door and associating with people of similar likes to find love. I just want to throw in nonprofit organizations and mm-hmm. organizations for the good of any um, people, place, whatever animals that you feel need help. So uh, I know so many of my clients who have found true love, long-lasting love, you know, at working at an animal shelter or Mm -hmm. um, working at a senior center or volunteering time where there are other people. Something about the fact that you're a giving person, the other persons whom you meet there are giving people, and... um, they have something to offer, and that you often will meet someone in that way. I happen to many of my clients. Mm, yeah. If they can be moved mm-hmm. to get away from just thinking of themselves and give, you know, dog training for, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, dog training for pit bulls that got picked up on the street and were going to be euthanized. And now, but if only they were trained, they could go to a forever home. Mm. And I'm going to help train these yeah. pit bulls. I mean. Seriously, literally, you can find love training pit bulls, okay? Mm -hmm. Whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, whatever floats your boat. That's what I have Mm -hmm. to say about about finding love. As far as money, I'm going to tell you a little trick that I learned from my own clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a client, and uh, their their credit card was declined. And, and, uh, you know, so we had to call them up and say, sorry, we can't run your card, blah, blah, blah. And it was a long sob story. Tried again in a week, ran it. Didn't it declined? And um, but mm-hmm. the third time, we always go them three times. We will give them three chances. Um, in the meantime, uh, someone else called up, and I was looking at their <clears throat> invoice, and they had like twenty or thirty uh, different credit cards that had been used, and there was there was a, the last digits of those credit cards were were all there in their record. I'm like, why does this person have so many credit cards? They must be a crook. I was like so suspicious. And so they mm-hmm. happened to call and I said, I can't help but notice like you have 17 credit cards you've used and they all have to end in four different digits. And she said, oh, those are gift cards. I can't trust myself mm-hmm. with a credit card. She says, I go down and buy a gift card. And she says, I buy a gift card for every part of my life. She says, I have oh. my gift card for my Lucky Mojo. I have my gift card for my groceries. I have my gift card for those, you know, little silk blouses I like so much. She says, that way, I never uh, 
ever get any one of them denied because I know how much is on each one of those gift cards. Mm. So the lady who had been denied, she called back for her third go-round, and guess what? She was denied again. And I said, what happened? She goes, well, she goes, I thought I had enough money, but then I went out to a restaurant. I said, no, no, you need to have all these different gift cards. You need the gift card, the, the, the little gift card for the for the restaurants and for the groceries and for, you know, whatever. That way you'll never mm-hmm. cross your lines. So that was my yeah. little piece of mundane advice, mm. not magical, mm. but it, but it, that lady who taught me that taught me something I can pass along to many people, and I hope it will help them. She said she mm-hmm. has a whole purse full of gift cards. Now, she called for another oh, reason. Wow. Guess what? Um, mm. Well, she had had a mojo bag made, and she went to the bathroom, and you all know the rest of the story. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's on its <laughs> way to Hawaii. Yeah, it it went away on a vacation, right? Yeah, but, but we all have problems. But but money was not her problem. She she called to get a replacement oh. mojo. So oh. so that's what I have to say about that one. And then the third one is health. Now health is something mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw my bit. I'm not the healthiest person in the world, and I'm certainly not the most exercise conscious. But I'm going to tell you one thing: there are landmarks benchmarks of your life Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose. And I'm going to tell you, I believe I've mentioned this on the radio before, but stop me if I've been boring here. When Mm -hmm. I was young, I was very flexible. And I could reach down and sit down and kiss the soles of my feet. Now, not everyone can Mm -hmm. do that. But I always Mm -hmm. could kiss the soles of my feet. And one day, I noticed that it was difficult for me to do it. And there was Mm -hmm. that kind of moment like, oh, you're getting old. You'll never kiss the soles of your feet again. And I thought, I don't want to be that person who can't kiss the soles. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, I. It just was. A, it was a benchmark of my flexibility, right, and my lack of obesity and my whatever it is, you know. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, I better bring that talent back again. So I got it so I could kiss my big toe. And then <laughs> after about two, no, I'm not kidding. After about two mm-hmm. weeks of trying, I was able to kiss the soles of my feet again. And I'm telling you, I felt like a like a little spring chicken. I can do it again. <laughs> and I've determined if I live to be 102, I will still be able to kiss. I will not lose that benchmark. Mm-hmm. So whether your benchmark is, and I'm going to be real frank here, whether your benchmark is kissing the soles of your feet or how many orgasms you have a week <laughs> or, no, I'm not, I'm not going, to, going to play fake here. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the real thing. Or... Uh, you know, how many times you can run around the block or whatever it is, mm-hmm. take a list of your benchmarks, whatever they may be, whatever they may be. I can comb my own hair, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't comb mm-hmm. your hair, you need to start thinking about what it takes to move your arm mm-hmm. to comb your hair. Now, mm-hmm. th- I mean, because, you know, don't just cut your hair off and say, well, I'm done combing my hair. You, you're you losing mobility, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's you know, if it's something that cannot be fixed, well, that goes back to that previous show. If it's something that cannot be fixed, don't mm-hmm. stress over it. But get a doctor's opinion. Why mm-hmm. did I lose the ability to kiss the soles of my feet? Because I stopped doing it, basically. I stopped doing mm-hmm. yoga. That's what happened. You don't, if yeah. you don't use it, you lose it, right? And yeah. um, so whatever your benchmarks are, whether it's being able to do 50 reps of a certain exercise, you should still be able to do 50 reps. Go on YouTube. You'll see these 87-year-old women doing 50 reps of whatever it is you want yep. to see them doing, right? But you mm-hmm. you can't come back from having lost it. You have to. So my feeling is for the year, take an inventory of what it is you can do. If you can 
mm-hmm. snap your fingers, make sure you do it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You don't want to all of a sudden wake up one day and go, I can't snap my fingers anymore. What the fuck mm-hmm. happened to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something, to, something to bear in mind. I tell my clients this all the time. Whenever they're planning anything long term, we could all learn from Capricorns. Capricorns are the planners <laughs> of the Zodiac. And one of the things that Capricorns do really well, if anyone's ever looked up goats, go look up goats and see they can climb literally anything. There's a fantastic viral picture of goats on what looks like a perfectly vertical wall, but somehow they have found purchase and are licking the salt. This to- shows you what the skill of the Capricorn is. They don't aim for something really high. They find step by step the smallest perches that they're able to step on and then go forward until they reach the very top. And this is the great key of magical work. This is the secret that no one wants to tell you. I think Jason Miller of Strategic Sorcery fame once mentioned this, and he mentions it in his, uh, in his work. Um, magical work is best done in stages. It's best done with short goals in mind leading up to something big. Let's say you want to be really rich at the end of the year. Well, you need to build up towards that goal. If you want to say, I want to, at the end of this year, have made $100,000 this year. You can light a candle that says, I want to make $100,000 a year. That's one way to do it. Or you can light that candle, and by light of that candle, Work on a bunch of smaller supporting goals. I want to mm-hmm. save money here. I want to get a higher paying job. I want... So you start to work little by little on these shorter end goals. And at the end of the year, you will have achieved what you want to do. This is the same thing with love work. You can send out mm-hmm. the message out to say, bring me my perfect person. That's perfectly fine. But let's say that person shows up in your life. Well, then start to do work to bring in some affection between you two, to bring the passion between you two. And once you've got the passion, then work for commitment. And once you've got the commitment, Mm -hmm. then work for the staying power. This is how you build toward success. If you start your year off, set an end goal. By the end of this year, these are the things that I will have. I will have lost 20 pounds. I will have made this much money. I will have found whatever. And then along, you know, along with it, write down what you're going to do step by step to achieve that goal. And then focus on those steps. Do the magical work for those various steps. And if you approach it in this way, these small stages, these small steps, before you realize that that big goal is both manageable and within reach. This mm-hmm. is the key to success. This is the key to any type of big goal in particular. Make it manageable. And once it's manageable, you've got the power to influence the world to achieve it. Yeah. That's really that's really important. It, yeah, write down step-by-step stages and check yourself along yeah. the way so that you know mm-hmm. where you're at with respect to what you want. And we've intertwined these, money, health, and love. Yeah. We could mm-hmm. call them all a good life. They are not the mm-hmm. all there is to a good life. And um, without right. without uh, one, you might suffer a little bit, but but you'll be able to. It's like a three legged table. It'll still stand, mm-hmm. you know, leaning on those two. Uh, those yeah. are those three those three legs of the table um, are so important. They are intertwined, though, just the way the little dowels hold the little legs together. So. Also, mm-hmm. I find it important to combine the two. So like you might say, 
love and health. Because why would you want love and health? Well, again, I'm a very sexual person, so sexuality and health go together. I don't, if I don't feel healthy, I don't feel sexy, right? right. So you want to get yeah. those two kind of aligned, you know. And then health and money. Well, if you don't have insurance or if you, you know, whatever, you you can't go to the doctor, you got a problem. So you need to get that finances together to get the health. And then what about the finances and the love? I'm not talking about buying love. But wouldn't it be nice to be able to have secure enough finances that you can just lay around all day kissing and hugging, right, and don't have to be scrabbling on the street? So each one of these relates to the others, and then all three of them go together to make this kind of unified happiness. Well, these are the three most important things that clients come to me for. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. Either they're having financial problems or they're uh, they're having health issues, or they're lost. There's, there's there's more problems with love than with anything else. And mm-hmm. um, of course, everything has to do with our expectations and what we think it should be. Um, I think we need to uh, understand that everything is not going to be, you know, golden and rosy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can have prosperity, but it's going to be minor. You're not going to be a millionaire. You're going to have health, but, you know, you might have a little bit of arthritis in your toe. That's not going to be perfect, but you can still walk. And, you know, love, you might be in a relationship, and maybe that relationship is not, you know, 100% of everything that you wanted in life. But you know what? You have 75% and the other 25% you can live with. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just a matter It's a matter of perception. And I think that, you know, we can do some work to improve what we have. And like, uh, like Ali said, this thing should be done in stages. Just by doing one spell doesn't cure all the ills of the world. These spells can be done in a smaller scale the rest of the year. You don't have to do a major giant spell, but you can do like a prosperity or a health or a love as needed. All right. Well, there's our music. And as our musical (laughs) cue fades slowly away, and boy, that was soft, honey. We needed... um, we needed to up the amp on that one. Um, it's time for us to switch gears, and we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt. And Papa Newt is going to bring us in our first reader, who is calling from Paris, France. So take it away, Ooh. Papa Newt. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Mama He, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, pop a new read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller has called us about a month ago, calling in from area code 33 in France. This is Lucy. Lucy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. 
Hi. Hi, welcome back to the show. And um, Hi. I see that <laughs> it's good to have you back. Now, it looks like you're calling about uh, to give us an update on the situation. You had a reading uh, with us. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Well, you told me that he was going to come back uh, around New Year's, and he did, but um, we had, like, a big fight, and he said that mm. uh, we were over and stuff, and certainly, now certainly. I want to know. I'll, certainly. I'll go ahead and read your description for them, and we'll go from there. And she writes, my boyfriend came back, as you had predicted a month ago, but he had a big fight, and he, and he told me to never contact him again. We're mad at each other. I'm heartbroken. I've con- con- I haven't contacted him, and we haven't spoken in about three weeks, and I'd like to know where we stand in our relationship. If it is over for good, or are we going to re- reconcile? Is this true love, or should I move on? Is he going to forgive me, uh, forgive me and come Well, I'm going to say something here, Lucy. Um, In the chat um, room, uh, Conjurman Ali wrote something. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Yes, we warned Lucy about this. I remember doing her reading, and I said he would come back because there was a connection, but he would bring further trouble, and it wouldn't last. Moon card, if I remember correctly. So this is the tragedy of getting a reading that, um, you know, you hear part of it. He will be back. Um, but now when I hear in your voice, you sound sad. And um, you d- it was true. He did come back. But, you know, it's one thing to get him back. It's another thing to make him stay. And one of the questions you asked sort of troubles me. You said... Um, is he going to forgive me and come back to me? But you said we had a big fight, and we're we are mad. But you're heartbroken. Your emotions are on both sides of this fence, dear. You have you're heartbroken, but you're mad. You can't be both at once um, and get what you want. And then you want him to forgive you. I'm going to ask you bluntly: Did you do something that must be forgiven? Did you do something so horrible, or did he just say you did? Um, I think he feels um betrayed but I I never like had any bad intentions towards him and I thought we could like get past it. I didn't cheat or anything and I didn't hear anything but I I don't know, I guess it's kind of like a betrayal, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not uh, what I'm feeling here is that you are ambivalent. You, you're both heartbroken and you're angry, and he is. We don't know. He's, he's also on both sides of the fence. There's a connection, but he's staged a big fight with you. So I'm going to ask you because I, I do not remember your sign of the zodiac. What is, what sign are you? Um, uh, an Aries. An Aries. And what sign is he? Pisces. Pisces, okay. Well, um, Pisces is generally a very sweet sign. They're lovely people, but they are changeable, and they are more willing to move on than perhaps others uh, might be. All right, I'm going to put down three cards, because your question is, is this true love, or should I move on? Your second question, is he going to forgive me and come back to me, is not the same question. 
He could forgive you and come back to you and it still not be true love, honey. You understand what I'm saying? Your your ambivalence is expressed in your two questions. I'm going to boil this down to the first question. Is this true love or should I move on? Okay. Okay. Card number one, mm, you should move on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I just did three cards in a row, and this is absolutely unequivocal. You should move on. In my opinion, I'm only one reader. We're going to have another reader, but let me tell you what I got. The Two of Pentacles is a man juggling two coins. There is a... The ocean is going up and down with ships on it, and the guy is trying to keep his balance, but he's trying to figure things out. This says to me that he's in the same position you are. There is a connection. You could come and go, come and go, come and go. But this is not a solid grounding on which to stand. This is a person who is sort of tap dancing at the edge of doom. This is a person who is hoping it will work out. Maybe if I balance it this way, maybe if I balance it that way. There is a strong sexual connection here too, but um, I personally think this is not a card of... Um, comfortable love. This is not a card that says we will be together nestled like two little voles in our nest, uh, licking each other's lips and and grooming each other's fur. It's not that card, okay? Um, now, the next card is even worse. It's the Knight of Swords. And this is the disorganized knight. This is the knight who is brave, courageous, very um, exciting person, rushes around, but he does not actually build a castle. He does not actually have a home. He does not pay attention to what he needs to be satisfied. And I'm afraid that you, my dear, may be somewhat disorganized in your thinking. You're brave. You're willing to go. If it, if If I told you it's true love, you must stick it out, you probably would give it a try because you're a brave person. But this card is a card about bravery harnessed in service to an unworthy goal, and I would not pursue him. Um, it's a disorganized card, and he may be disorganized too. And the third card is the Ace of Swords, and this is the card I call Cut and Clear. This is about dividing the sheep from the goats. It's about um, having a victory, but only through sacrifice and having a victory that is really foreordained. But remember, just remember, the victory that you have is going to be your own. I I do not see this. Unless this guy comes back and is really ready to negotiate, do not pursue him. Let it go. Um, This is um, a card like the, the Knight of Swords, a card of some warrior quality that you have. You're very brave, and you really want to, you're just going to do the right thing. But you know, what I see here is not so much to fight, but to let him go. Um, it has, you will be blessed. It's always the, the aces are blessing cards. You will be blessed, um, and you will win your crown. In fact, the card has a sexual connotation of a sword with a crown on it, and that sort of has a male-female penis and vagina kind of, look to it. So you will you will find love. You will win your crown, but I don't think this is the dude. That's my opinion. Let me uh turn this over to Mama E and see how she reads it. Hi Lucy. Um hi. I pulled <clears throat> hi. I pulled five cards for you. And 
I line them up. I line four on the top, and then I pull the fifth one as a, an additional question as to what was going on between uh, him and you. Now, yeah. for him, I pull that he has um, a lot of, uh, I see a lot of family. I see the Ten of Pentacles, and that's like someone that has um, a good foundation, a lot of family and uh finances behind him. Now, he ended up being the Knight of Cups because, of course, this is, you know, your uh, love interest. And he is a sweet guy, like uh, Kat said. He is a sweet man with a, a good heart. But what I feel here is that he's being pulled by the family, and uh, the situation that is going on between the two of you is due to the amount of problems that he carries on his back. Because the Ten of Wands showed up. And on my deck, the Ten of Wands is a person bent over with the Wands. And that is the weight of the problems and the responsibilities that are there that prevent him from being dedicated to you as you want. So whatever happened between the two of you, whatever he blames you for, I don't feel that it's actually 100% honest. I think that he has a lot of uh, pressure from his family about the type of woman that he should be involved with. And uh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just the perception that they have towards what he should be um, involved with. Um, I pulled a card between the Knight of Cups and the Ten of Wands to find out what is going on. And I got the Devil card. And the Devil mm. card tells me that there is uh, there's a fear. Um, and I feel that the fear with him is that he doesn't want to upset the people that are behind him, his family. And uh, that's why things have never worked out between you and him. Actually, he's soft, he's loving, but he's weak. So he wouldn't be the he would not be the man for you. You need someone stronger that can be there with you as a partner. And the last card that I pull was the three of wands, and that is someone looking into the distance. And it's a card of someone that needs to move on. So uh, even though my cards were different than Miss Cat, they sort of said the same story. This man is a good man, but it's not the man that you will be happy with. Wow. So that's, that's my reading. All right. Well, we, we, both, we both see it the same way. And I, I am going to emphasize again like reanimating the dead frog's leg by passing electricity through it, that two of of pentacles says you could get you could go through this whole thing one more time if you want to, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking now that you shouldn't. I really think that Mama E nailed it, and I think that my that Ace of Swords too. It's it, it you know it's not worth it. This you're wasting your time 
on this one because it you can you can uh, the, the the connection is strong but their but their power to maintain is missing. So I'm going to turn this over to um Conjurman Ali and we're going to see what he has to say. Thanks Kat, thanks Mama E. Uh Lucy, look, I'm I'm sorry that you're going through this is a uh, difficult experience. Uh, you know, it's not easy being told, hey, you have a connection, but move on, right? That's tough. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a part of you that wants to see this through, you know, maybe one more chance, you know, the 10th time he comes back, that's the charm, right? But here's the thing. Connections like these that don't manifest can really turn parasitic over time. Now he's mm-hmm. taking time away from you. He's taking emotion away from you. He's taking happiness away from you. I mean, you called us back several months ago um, or or several weeks at the very least, and you're still in a place of hurt. You're still in a place of pain. And and that's the reality. That's what he's coming with. And if I remember the reading from the past, it it actually warned, I think it was Miss Cat that said, he's going to come back, but he's going to come back and he's going to bring you more pain, right? So this this is where you're at right now. My suggestion is to do work to heal yourself. Any relationship where he feels betrayed, but you actually haven't done anything, you haven't cheated on him, you haven't, or whatnot, that's on him. That's not on you. That's his hang-up. That's his problem. That can become really, really toxic quickly. So my recommendation, as good as this guy is, and maybe when he is around, it's fun, the pain isn't worth it. So we're going to do work to heal and then bring someone that has all the good qualities of this guy with none of the bad. And that's what I would recommend. If this guy comes back to you, my recommendation is to immediately do a cut and clear. Don't let him back. Put up those walls. Put out those barriers. Protect yourself and your heart. You can give it away only so much before you've bruised and broken it for a long period of time. Okay? It's just not worth it. So what I want you to do is take a piece of paper, write down what you desire in a partner, something that you really want. Write down all the good qualities he's got with none of the negative. Write down. If he's angry, be like, this is a person, I want someone who is cheerful. I want someone who trusts me. I want someone who won't blame me for our problems, who will work through us, who won't run away. Write all the positives, who is faithful, who will stay with me, who will work through any issues that we have, who will have a genuine partnership with me, and so on and so forth. Be as specific as you'd like. Then sleep on this. Place the paper actually under your pillow. Sleep on it. Wake up in the morning and revise, and then sleep on it again. Do it three times until you have the perfect list, okay? Now that you've got this list, set this aside. Start your work. Get yourself rose petals, Queen Elizabeth root, catnip, violet leaves, and rue. And then, of course, my go-to, milk and honey. Brew everything else into a tea. Draw yourself a bath. Pour that tea into the bath. Put in some milk, add in a little bit of honey, swirl it around, and then I want you to take this list and read it out loud and blow onto the bath. I want your breath to cause actual ripples. Bathe in this bath, allowing yourself to soak, and then let yourself air dry. Gather a bit of the used bath water that you'll dispose of later at a crossroads. 
your job while naked, while you're letting yourself air dry, take the list that you have, fold it up, and place it on a surface that you will dedicate to this work. On top of it, place a sensor or a heat-proof dish of some sort. Get yourself come-to-me incense and make a nice little triangle a pyramid right on top in your incense sensor or your thurible. To the left, send, set up a candlestick with a pink candle dressed with come-to-me oil. To the right of this setup, a red candle with love-me oil. Light your incense. Light this incense and allow it to smoke. To call out your lover to wherever they are. Then, while it's smoking, I want you to get a mojo bag. And into this mojo bag, you are going to put Queen Elizabeth root, lovage, rose petals, violet leaves, and cuba berries. Smoke the, in, smoke the bag in the incense. Don't close it. Do this for three days. Then, on that third, and third day, I want you to take the paper out from underneath the incense, put it into the bag along with a pinch of the ash from the incense. Close it up. Light some more incense and smoke this closed bag for four days. On the fourth day, give this mojo bag some whiskey, take the ashes to the crossroads, blow it to the four corners of the crossroads, bring a little bit of that ash home and dab it in the four corners of your bed to draw this person into your life and into your bag. Keep that bag on you and feed it once a week a little bit of whiskey, and a little bit of love me oil. That's my recommendation. It's a bit of a thorough work that will take over several days, starting with a bath, ending with a mojo bath, but I sense that it will be ideal for your situation. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that is an amazing and thorough, <laughs> thorough working. So um, you may have to um, go back and, and uh listen to that part of the show again because he went yeah. into that in detail and there's not a thing I would add to that um, except for one little thing if you still feel that you are obsessing over him you can boil some walnuts and bathe in the wa- water from which you boiled nine walnuts and just let that water pour over you and just say, remove these feelings for him from me. And you would do that before you start Contraband thing. If you see him and you feel like it's a problem that you're getting all stimulated up again, use lemon, lemon drops. You can use lemon drop candies. Um, suck on lemon drop candies and spit it out. Get some lemon juice or a lemon, cut it up around him. You want to cut him off from your thoughts. So walnuts and lemons, lemon verbena is another one, um, even lemongrass will be used, you can use to cut off your feelings for him. Get a picture of him, soak it with lemon juice and throw it, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> All right. Well, now, and I hope she's satisfied with that, and I'm sorry for her. It's hard to give up, especially a brave Aries. Um we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt, and he's going to bring us our next client. And located online at luckymojo.com and by the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.com. Uh-oh, his sound went out again. Located mm-hmm. online at... Uh-oh, oh, 
my phone might be cutting out. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, are you there? mine too. Here we mm-hmm. We're here. Okay, I'm not sure what's going on, but let's go ahead and get to our next caller, uh, who we have calling in from area code 803 in South Carolina. This is Max. Max, are you there? Yes, I am. Welcome back to the show. I see you called us back in uh, February of last year. Um, yes, I did. And, uh, welcome back. And now uh, this well, is a completely you. different situation? Yes. All right. And she writes, I have known my ex for 12 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's gone again. Um, in a contact. <laughs> Uh, and he recently told me that he's dating someone, but he's still sexually attracted to me and wants to see me. I've started a vinegar, a vinegar jar to break them up, is uh, is trying to get him back worth uh, pursuing, and which method should I use? Turn back to you, Ms. Cass. All right. Well, hi, Mags. And uh, for those of you who follow the Lucky Mojo forum, uh, this uh, Mags is also known as Mags and the Moon and is on the Lucky Mojo Forum and is a person who has um, uh, posted a number of times. So it's nice to talk with you, Mags. All right. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm going to say when someone says they have a difficult relationship, I'm going to, before I turn this over to a reader, I'm just going to say one thing. You cling to something that's difficult when you could have something good. Why do people do that? They do it because they're afraid they, they're they not going to find that good thing and that they have to settle. Don't settle. That's my first advice. So I'm going to turn <laughs> this over to Conjurman Ali, and he's going to do a card reading for you. Okay. Thanks, uh, Ms. Cat. I can do this reading for you. Uh, before I get started, let me just ask a couple of really simple questions. Uh, first, roughly how old are you? You don't have to be specific, just kind of the general area. Um, unfortunately, I'm in my Saturn return. <laughs> I am 29, almost 30. Okay. You're 29, almost 30. Is he in the same age, older, younger? Older. Older, okay. And what sign of the zodiac are you I am a Taurus. Taurus, okay. And what sign is he? He is a Scorpio. Ah, oh, that's it. That's why. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so here's a couple of things. First of all, you called into the perfect show, uh, Kat and Nadia Shiva, Scorpio and Taurus. Mm -hmm. She's going to give you some really good advice there. First and Mm -hmm. foremost, uh, Tauruses hold on to things longer than they should. I say this as a fellow Taurus. Right, and I say this as a fellow Taurus who is almost exclusively dated Scorpios. All my, all my, all my I'm the same way. Been, yeah, all my girlfriends have been Scorpios. All my long-term girlfriends, I've dated a couple Gemini's here and there, and a couple Virgos. But in general, Scorpios, right? So there's an intense connection between Taurus and Scorpio. That intense yeah. connection means they have fantastic affairs. If they can build something from it, then it is a long-lasting, beautiful relationship. Or it is a tumultuous affair. And that's, there's either or. There's never a sort of middle ground with that, okay? And you seem to be falling a little bit in the latter camp where there's a sort of a tumultuous affair and less so something lasting uh, or enduring. Because he's with someone yes, else. Right? When things were so good, I'm, they were great. When things were bad, they were terrible. <laughs> right. 
And that's and that's very typical of a Taurus Scorpio relationship. There is a reason they are drawn to each other. Scorpio uh, fascinates Taurus sexually, and the Taurus is the only sign that can really keep up with the Scorpio sexually. They're the two most sexual signs, right? So there's a lot of really powerful sexual connection there, and I think sex magic is going to be the key to your victory. I have three cards here. They may not give you the answer that you want to hear, and it's going to be difficult for you as a Taurus to kind of come to terms with it, but I want you to listen to the best of your abilities. The first the card okay. that I have here is the Six of Swords, and the Six of Swords speaks to the past that you have together. Here is a man who is, who is literally ferrying someone else across rough waters. There are six swords in front of them, representative of the types of pain, hurt, struggle, or uh, conflicts that they have gone through. They can be conflicts that they've dealt with in the past, but they stay there. They're not gone. They didn't, they're not in the past. The swords aren't behind them. They're right in front of them, and they're carrying it with them wherever they go, indicating that this person, as great as this connection is with him, and indeed there is a connection here, the Six of uh, Swords shows you connected to him. They are in the same boat, right? But it also means that whatever the past, whatever hurts, whatever pains, whatever struggles, those are also being carried forward. And they will be part of anything you try to do with it. Any relationship that you try to build will always have these swords stabbed right in front of you, meaning they will always be present and they can cause pain and hurt at any time. That is something to be aware of, that the connection comes with pain. The next card is the Knight of Pentacles. This represents both you and him. The Knight of Pentacles is you indicating that you... Um, are willing to do the work in order to be successful. Here is the knight who has planted the seeds and now is waiting for those seeds to blossom into a harvest that they can now uh, uh, gain fruit from. So you're willing to do the work. The only problem is this guy is trying to have his, his cake and eat it too. The knight of pentacles is the only knight that has two jobs. He's a knight and he's a farmer. On one end, he's dating this girl. He's going, hey, I'm sexually attracted to you. Let's hang out. That's a guy who's trying to have his cake and eat his too. He's trying to be a farmer and a knight, right? He's trying yeah. to have that kind of exciting experience that he has with you, but then he's going to her to get all the other stuff. That's a problem. So long as he is the knight of pentacles, it means he can never truly dedicate himself to one person or the other. The final card that I get here is the death card. The death card indicates something that has been coming for a long time. Death is inevitable. It is also the card that rules over uh, the sort of uh, the, the Martian and Saturnian influences of uh, Scorpio. Scorpio is a deeply Martian in the kind of new astrology. You know, it has some Saturnian components, but mostly it's Mars. Classically, it's always been Mars. And it is a type of Mars that indicates decay. It's, it's the negative of water, which means it happens over a long period of time. This has been leading up to this particular moment. You can draw this person back to you. I have no doubts of it. With a little bit of sex magic, he will come back with a fire. The question is, can you build something lasting? And the answer is no. The death card indicates it is a time to sever things that have long decayed and to start anew elsewhere. My recommendation is you can find a Scorpio as sexy and wonderful as this person without the baggage 
of the Six of Pentacles or the split mind of the Knight of Pentacles, uh, Six of Swords and Knight of Pentacles. That's my reading here. I'm going to turn this over to uh, Mama E, and then Miss Cat is going to give you some root work recommendations. Okay, thank you. Hi, Matt. Um, hi. Okay, hi. Um, your case was interesting because I started pulling cards. And then I wanted to know more and more, so I ended up pulling, let's see, four, about eight cards. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> got a lot of cards here. Now, for him, I got the emperor. And the emperor, uh, I feel, is a very masculine and I would say controlling kind of person. Uh, a man that is a man's man and a man that wants his way, and not a very flexible one. Now, for you, I got the strength card, meaning you're a very strong woman, and you're someone that can go through a lot of trials, but you can also stand your ground to the emperor. And I feel that this is the situation with both of you. You're both very strong people, and you're having difficulties... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're having difficulty trying to have a good relationship. Now, on the right-hand side, I pulled two cards more to find out what the story was. I ended up with a four of wands, which means, uh, according to my question, this means like a relationship, an established relationship between the two of you. But how can this relationship happen? Next to that is temperance. So the way that you guys could work it out, which I think is very difficult because of your personality, is to tone down and to balance yourself, balance each other. Now, considering the type of person that he is and the type of person that you are, I think this advice would work on a second relationship, not on this one. When you find your new man, which you will find, you need to make sure that he is not uh, controlling and he's not overpowering because you need someone that can understand you and balance with you so you both can have a happy relationship. So, for example, a Taurus cannot be with another Taurus because you will kill each other. So in this case, yeah. you need someone, yeah, someone softer. So maybe look around for other people that are not Scorpios. Now, I, I pull more cards just to find out, okay, what's going on in here? Um, and it said that I got the magician and I got the two of wands. So the magician is telling me, do some magic. Oh, and in the center, I got the king of pentacles, which at this point, I believe is also him. So to work him out of your system, you need to do some magic to open yourself to new horizons. That would be the two of ones. And then at the center, I got the, the zero card, the fool, which is a complete new beginning to your life. So this reading tells me you are in the wrong relationship. Granted, there's great sex, and whoopee, that's wonderful, but your life is in upheaval. And trying to control him by breaking up his relationship with other women is a waste of time because he's very strong 
he's the emperor. You're not going to force him. He has to do it out of the goodness of his heart. And right now, he's not going to do that. So save yourself. There's a great opportunity in your future. And move on. Do some magic, like Tap said at the, to the previous reader, do some cut and clear and just, you know, get him out of your system and move on because you can find happiness somewhere else. That's my reading. All right. Okay. Well, now I'm going to do the root work advice, but I'm going to say, start by saying, move that little slider back and go back to our previous client because mm-hmm. the spell that Ali gave is a spell very similar to, I mean, I do it a little different, but it's very similar to the kind of work I would recommend. However, however, I'm not going to say that you have to do that spell that way. I do recommend it. But I want, and also definitely some cut and clear work, but I want you, because of who you are, and I'm, I'm making this very clear here, because of who you are, and the sexual component here, I want you to be very sure that you are sexually untied to him as well. In other words, the emotional tie and between the Taurus and the Scorpio is very sexual. I want you to um, work with the idea of cleansing your body. Um, you can use anything that is you know, safe to use. I'm not going to recommend anything untoward. But cleanse your body with perhaps a, uh, uh, one of those like uh, salt scrub or something like that. And you're going to cleanse yourself. And pay attention. You're not going to put anything dangerous inside your pussy now, but you're going to pay attention at least to your pubic area. And you're going to brush it down. I mean, and just say, this this is gone. It, he he's not welcome here anymore. <laughs> okay. I know I know that if you saw how I feel about how selfish he says, um, he recently told me he's dating someone, but he's still sexually attracted to me and wants to see me. How self-centered. How much like the emperor that Mama E said. Oh yeah. Don't. Don't yes. don't fall for it. You are not the only you are not the only hot hootie in the world. He can you know he made his choice. Let him lay with the bitch that uh, is ashes in his you know whatever. It doesn't matter if it's ashes in his bed. <laughs> he made his bed. You got the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing that all men want, and all you have to do is declare to the world, it's here, boys. Present yourself, and I will choose my next lover. Okay, so after you've done this cleansing of the body downward and uh, using salt and lemon, and just say he's gone, he's never gone, and then end by brushing the soles of your feet from the heel to the toe. He's just he's gone, he's he's gone. I will never step another step in his direction, and say it and mean it. Then take yourself, give yourself a day there, and take yourself out and say to yourself, all right, today is the day I invite all the beautiful men of the world to come to me and present yourself before me, showing everything that you have. And you're going to do a sex spell that um, you would do it naked, and you're going to draw upward from your feet, upward, upward, and you're going to use um, a sugar scrub. It could be, some people use like a, a shea butter and sugar, and you're going to put into it some 
uh, rose scent, or you can use any one of those, like Come to Me or Attraction, Look Me Over. If I know that you're a client of our shop, so you probably have a few of those things around. Yeah. And you're going to mix that, just a few drops of that oil, don't make it too much, and mix that up with all that love attraction, look me over. And you're going to just take some time and just bathe yourself, stand in your tub or in your shower, and just, just scrub upward, scrub upward, and then run the water over yourself and let it go. And then and then what I would even do is dress my hair, because you want to make yourself attractive, um, put a little bit of oil in your hair. Now, if you want to go out that night, that's fine. You want to go out clubbing, that's fine. But what I have found has worked for me is uh, just um, take yourself to bed and say, I'm going to sleep now. Come to me in my dreams. And um, and say, I, I want to dream of you, my new lover, whoever you are. Come to me in my dreams. Show a sign. And do that type of bathing at least once a week. Let everyone you know know that you're free. Don't over talk about that man's name again. If you ever say his name, say his full name first and last like he was a formal friend. Or if you have to, say, I used to know a guy named such and such. But you could just say, I used to know a guy and tell the same funny story on him that you ever told. Right? So he's gone. Okay. And now you let the world know, I'm ready. Come and get it. And um, it may be another Scorpio. I, I do believe that Scorpio and Taurus is some sort of sex ideal. I mean, there's just something so fundamental about Taurus and Scorpio. And I know I always talk about it and people must think I'm bragging, but it, it's just what it is and you've got what it is too, right? So you've got what it yeah. is. Get yourself some sort of a love charm. Oh, you know, like a Monachi charm or a Munai Warmi. I like the little Monachis, the little fucking couple charms. They come from Peru and Bolivia. Get yourself that little charm. Put it up by the head of your bed. If your bed has a, a, a little flat part, but on on top of the head of it. Otherwise, put it by the head of your bed. Um, have a labyrinth. I used a Cretan labyrinth, you know, the eightfold labyrinth. And you uh, yeah. put that labyrinth, and I literally glued it to the head of my bed. And I said, come and get it. And I traced with my finger every night before I went to bed in that bed. I would just trace with my finger, come on, come in this way. It's not a maze. It's a labyrinth. They're just going to come into the center. This is where I am. And then I, excuse me to say this, I traced it with my pussy juice. You understand? And um, on that, yeah. And I say, come on, come on. I'm here like a little, I'm just, I'm waiting. Put fast luck oil on the four posts or corners of your bed say here it is it's here and um it, that's it it they will show up believe me there is no taurus who goes unfucked i'm i'm just going to say that um <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's good is. to know that's good to know <laughs> i know um and uh so anybody else want to add anything into that no we're good no that was fantastic work <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. Okay. Well, I I will say that you are ruled by Venus. Um, Surround yourself with flowers. Even if no one gives you a tribute of flowers, be around flowers. Have have flowers or sex organs displayed for the world. Ruled by Venus. All right. We're going to turn this over to our next 
work schedule announcement with the fabulous robotic electronic tones of our fabulous technician in residence. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Mama E. Thank you, Papa Nude. Okay, this is a spell to bring prosperity, health, and love for the year. Now, I believe the spell is posted, so you can print it and use it, because it's quite uh, intricate. Uh, it will require the following items. A heat resistance plate. I favor metal surfaces like a pizza pan. A jumbo size yellow candle. A jumbo candle holder. A photo of yourself. Three medium lodestones three medium pyrite stones, 13 bay leaves, one ounce of dry rose petals, one ounce of dry calendula petals, one ounce of dry althea, a bottle of road opener oil, and something pointy to write on the candle. Now, this spell will encompass the three intentions that we discussed today. It is a good spell to do every year during the month of January to reinforce your yearly goals. I always use photos that have been printed on copy paper. They are easier to write on the back and not as flammable as the real photo paper. So write your three intentions on the back in the same manner as a petition paper. For example, Bring me wealth, health, and love. Write it three times, one on top of the other. Then turn the paper a quarter turn to the right and sign your name three times also, one on top of the other. Dab the paper with the road opener oil once on each corner and once in the center. And place the paper on the center of the metal plate face up. Prepare the candle by using the pointy tool to write from the bottom of the candle to the top. Bring me wealth, health, and love, and then write your name. Anoint the candle with the road opener oil from the bottom to the top to bring your intentions to you. Place the candle on the candle holder on top of the photo. Now that the candle is on the center of the plate and over the photo, take the 13 bay leaves and dab them with the road opener oil, every single one of them. Place the bay leaves around the edge of the plate in a circle, kind of like a wreath, but have the points of the leaves touching the stem of the next leaf, so they're uh, laying all around the plate. 
Now take the lodestones and dab them with the road opener oil. Place one on the top right beneath the base circle at the 12 o'clock position. Dab the other two lodestones and place one at 4 o'clock and the other at 8 o'clock in the same manner. This will form a triangle inside the circle of the bay leaf. Do the same with the pyrites by dabbing them with oil and placing them next to the lodestones. This will attract prosperity to you. Now mix the three dry, dry herbs, the rose, the calendula, and the althea, and make a line connecting the three lodestones and pyrites, a straight line from the 12 o'clock to the 4 o'clock, from the 4 to the 8, and from the 8 to the 12. This forms the structure of a triangle inside the circle of bay leaves. Now that the spell is set, light the candle and pray with fervor for your goals to materialize and grow throughout the year. Speak from your heart and ask for what you want. I always put my hands on each side of the candle far away not to get burned, but close enough to feel the energy of uh, the universe flow through me into the candle and speak from your heart and ask for the universe to grant you prosperity, health, and love for the year. And that is my spell. Wow. Now, folks, now you know how a real professional lays out an altar. And um, that is absolutely a fantastic description. You know, so often we hear things like, well, you're going to need these herbs, you're going to put them on, but that was so detailed, Mama E. Um, yeah, I and, love that. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love even down to the thing that the bay leaves, that the tip of the bay leaf should cover mm-hmm. the stem of the one. I mean, it, that is how it's really done when you're really doing work on an altar. You're making an offering, and the offering itself mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. That, I could that's not. That's a really add, good point. Yeah. And well, uh, I also. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I was going to say that the circle represents like the sun and the triangle means fire and it also points mm. up to spirit. So that's mm-hmm. also part of the whole spell. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ali said great use of calendula and I agree. And I'm going to say something else about this. If if any of you want to go back to some of the older hoodoo books that were ever written, one of the oldest books ever in print was called Legends of Incense, Urban Oil, Magic. And um, mm. he has a whole section there on triangles, whether they should point up yeah. or down, or you can interlock them to make a six-pointed star. This mm-hmm. is a perfect mm-hmm. example of the kind of work he's talking about. And then the bringing of your hands to the candle uh, so that mm-hmm. you feel the energy. That is an amazing description of how root workers really do this work um, yeah. and as opposed to people just playing around with it. That was brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant yeah. and I cannot add anything to it so I won't. This is, this is also <laughs> why when, when you know when people say altar work, this is what they mean, right? This is the type of work that they're talking about. It's not just lighting a candle, tossing a couple herbs. Effort goes into it. 
symbolism yes. goes into it. Meaning goes into it. The entire thing becomes a work of art. If you create a true altar like this, I and mean, the altar itself becomes a manifesting point, right? Anything yeah. you desire comes out of that sacred space that you sort of created and it's because of the power that you put into it the prayer that you put into it the work that you do so this is, i love this this is really beautiful as you were Thank talking you. i was actually visualizing it in my head yeah i was listening with my eyes closed building it in my yeah. head <laughs> many of us many of us who are root workers do run through these spells in our minds before we lay them yes, out, by the way. So. That's a secret that not yeah, many people know. Uh, don't go into yeah. it cold. Run through it in your mind first. That was beautiful. All right, well, there's thank our you. end music. And Mama E, thank you so much. You, As always, you bring us great information and a beautiful, uh, clear way of reading for people. Folks, if you want to get a reading with Mama E, you can find her on air, and she has her own website as well. Uh, ConjureDoctor.com. So I'm okay. going to turn this o- over to Papa Newt, and uh, he's going to um, give us all our closing announcements. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjureman Ali, and thank you, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we'll have another special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers, who will be Sister Girl of SisterGirlConjure.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us a topic on spiritual care and maintenance. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat by the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurmanali at theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Pop New, joining you from popnew.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Law Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jugman playing the Jugman Vault. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Now I'm going to just take a little bit of time here to talk about the upcoming Hoodoo Heritage Festival. This is going to be May 11th and um, 12th in Forestville, California. And I want you all to get on over to the Hoodoo Heritage Festival webpage, which is hoodooheritagefestival.com. We have pretty much solidified our lineup. There may be a little bit of changes here and there. We got a little bit of scheduling issue, and everything is pretty much set. The pictures are up. The text is up. Come on and buy your tickets. Uh, prices are cheaper until March 21st. Good night, all. Good night, all. Good night. Good night. <laughs>